from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. It is the lunch hour. As signified by the grown woman eating a sloppy joe with her mouth open. Every good radio show needs an hour that has a name on it and a robust sound effect package. And let's make sure everybody hears this, Stone. Can you guys give me a warning? Welcome in to the lunch hour here on Ken LaVick Alive. Chew away, ma'am. Chew away. I hope she's really enjoyed that sloppy joe. Oh, yeah. It's sloppy. It is sloppy. Sounds like it. It is sloppy, figuratively and literally. Troy McClure tweets, I had an older lady on a wheelchair coming towards the elevator, and I started mashing the closed door (laughs) button. Does that make me a bad person? No. No, I mean. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Listen, we don't discriminate. I don't blame you either, Troy. It's equality. I I mashed the, for an an able-bodied person, I mashed the button, and for someone who is disabled, I mashed the button. I'm with you, Troy. I'm with you. Team Troy. Team Troy. Yeah. I I mean, I'm sure that the woman in the wheelchair probably didn't want to ride the elevator with you either. Mm -mm. No, he was going to probably make him push her out like, and and help her exit. What are you talking about? Do you know how the world works? What are you saying? Yeah. Yeah. You roll. So is that what you do you think? Do you think? And I'm just and I don't know, but I'm speaking to someone who I'm just assuming someone in a wheelchair is probably okay with Stone Lebanowitz not rolling them out of the elevator <laughs> at the conclusion of the ride. I would That's ask. just me. I would like, ask. Th- I would actually think that the person in the wheelchair would be like, what in the hell are you doing right now? <laughs> Stone, you are hilarious, man. Good Lord. All right, cue the elevator music, please, because I need to hear these lines that you use on long elevator rides with strangers. Let's set the scene here. Stone Lebanowitz, consummate talker at cashier and small talk connoisseur to those strangers who are in the elevator with him. Stone, what lines are you triggering conversation with what? with strangers? <laughs> this music. Yeah, turn the music up. I need to hear this. <laughs> Let's imagine two 40-plus-year-old women and, and me, and we meet in the elevator. Oh, what, what floor do you want? I'll take six, please, six. Oh, Okay. Where do you guys work? Well, I work in I work at blah 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 blah. What about you? Well, I'm with ESPN West Palm Beach. I'm over there at 106, I think. And they're like, oh my god, that's awesome. You know what do you do? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, I'm just glad I don't have to dress like that. And boom, get good good laughter, good laughter, and they're kind of sizing me. A little humor because I'm wearing a fishing shirt or whatever it is because I'm on the radio. And they're like, oh, that's nice. And I'm like, you guys are also lucky you get to get off on the third. Orange stuff's up in the car, up in the sun up there, 6'4". Well, like, come check on me every once in a while. I'm be dead up in my car. Oh, another laughter, another laughter. You guys have a nice day. What's your name? I'm Stone. It's nice to meet you guys. And we go on about our day. Could be women, could be men. Same conversation. I use the same lines every time. Every time. Oh, man. And I've come across some cool people. Okay. And enjoy doing it because we're humans. And the phones that we have, Android's iPhones, take away from wanting to talk to people. Instead, you just stare off into this blank distance instead of talking about John Morant's dunk last night. If Uh I see a guy who's not wearing a tuxedo or something, I'll be like, man, you see John last night? He'll be like, dude! And we talk for 10 seconds about the dunk of the year because why wouldn't we? Just how I see it. 
I would hate <laughs> to be in an elevator with Stone. Just how I see it. I would literally look at where do you work? Shut up. It's none of your business. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, I'll be like, that place must suck. I'm sorry I asked, weirdo. And you'd be like, what? And I'd be like, nothing. And, and then we're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're fist fighting. <laughs> so <laughs> it sounds like the two the two go-to moves here for, for, for snowing on the elevator is where do you work? And... Oh, good thing you get to get off on three. I'm happy I don't have to dress up like you. <laughs> yeah, and I don't have to dress up like you. Fake, <laughs> la- fake laughter ensues. It's not a All fake right. laugh because I saw, I'm looking at it. I'm like, mm, that must suck. That's your, kind. That sounds kind of creepy. Your ankle low skirt. I'm mm. so glad I don't have to wear it. Yeah, Stone Labanowitz. Really creepy. Man of the people. And hey, if you're in a wheelchair, he'll roll you out of the elevator for <laughs> no cost. What a gent. Weirdo. <laughs> what a fine gent he is. You are way too positive. And friendly stone. I tell you what, man. You that's good. That's good for you. But I'm also like I. He's also very young and still full of life. Yeah, and that's good. And, I don't want to ruin what, that. What a crappy excuse, I think. Just to be like that right there alone makes okay. me because I will never change. I'll ne- I'll make it a point to okay. never change doing that. Okay. Because that's, and that's good. Um, so it's not the young. She's 23. I could be 53. I'll never change that. You shouldn't. Nothing I, will change me. So what? I'm seven years older than you. 31. Yeah. I used to be like you, no, but young I, and full of and heart. And you're lying to say that you still are. I know you, and you are not the grumpy. Don't talk to me about where I work. In the elevator, I definitely But am. this is where I'm starting to feel concerned, Jeanette, because I don't want to rub off on Stone so much that he becomes cynical like we are. Like, <laughs> oh. I, I like that he's so positive. I like, I mean, his elevator pickup lines would drive me into a rage. I, I just, would want no part of that. Mm-mm. But I like the fact that he's positive and he likes human interaction. Whereas, I don't want any human interaction whatsoever face-to-face. But Stone is pure. Stone's a good man. And I don't want to spoil that. And what I'm getting concerned with is that the more we work together, he's going to take on my R mannerisms as life beats him down more and more. Or the opposite, Ken. I was going to say. Or you are going to start seeing... <laughs> The sunshine through the clouds. I don't know, man. And That's start a tough talking ask. to people. That's a tough <laughs> ask, Jeanette. Or I'm just, I don't know. Or I thought you were going to go along the route of Stone sees you being so cynical and grumpy that Stone's like, damn, I don't hope I'm uh, ever I'm that grumpy. I'm a cautionary tale that will drive you from being dark and grumpy. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. If that's how you're going to translate that and apply it to your life, then okay. Okay. Um, but again... I don't, I don't need any sort of elevator conversation. I asked on Twitter, by the way, at KLV1063, what's your small talk line to a cashier? Mike responds with, so how's your day going? Like mm. you, Stone. Like you. Uh, Josh Goldberg, absolutely nothing. I'm in and out. That's not the time and place for convo. People are waiting to get on with their days. Meanwhile, purses are being searched and checks are being written because people are unprepared or looking to the 58 types of lotto games. Good Lord. Can't argue he took with it Josh. to a whole yeah, different level. Yeah, he sure level. did. Well, he that sure escalated did. quickly. They absolutely Let people did. live their life. If they're unprepared, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, living your life with that thought and thinking about people like that is just unhealthy. Yeah, especially Hurry up. Of- Hurry up up there. Ordering a coffee or getting a Snickers bar at CVS, it's just uncalled. I have given the finger to somebody who told me to hurry up after they laughter while I was couponing. Really? At the re- register. Yeah. The dude was super rude. Like, it's not my fault. That I'm trying to save a couple bucks. 
Don't be rude. Uh, And I flicked them off, and he did absolutely nothing. Uh, Pat Maynard, he tweets, being a middle-aged guy, if they're young, the bad boys are usually there chatting them up, chopping it up. My age-ish, I make dumb jokes, usually about the person that was ahead of me struggling at life with the (laughs) machine, the credit card machine. Older than me, I flirt to get them to smile. Everybody needs it. Mm. I love that. <laughs> love making fun of the person who did it incorrectly <laughs> ahead of you because the cashier immediately joins your team. Dude, I'm saying, man. Blah, 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 blah. And yeah, you, Good, you gang up on poor, unfortunate people. Good. Yes, Good. yes. Good. We, we gang up on Wanda. And if it's an older lady, I love making her smile. Probably made her day. She's got nothing better to do when she gets home. That's a cynical way of looking at people's lives. It's working, Ken. Yeah. It's working. But, but uh, <laughs> all right, fine. Stone, you're, you're a different ilk uh, than, than we are. Uh, I, I, need to, I need to do this because I've been, I've been waiting to explode all day. Um, Stone, give me the peppers. Give me the peppers. Because last night, that was the single most inspirational, the single most electrifying the, uh, uh, mm. the, the the single most motivational basketball I think I have seen at the NBA level. I don't know where to directly assign the credit for what happened last night, but I do know that what happened last night at FTX Arena in the NBA is unprecedented. The Heat without Jimmy Butler, without Kyle Lowry, they close out the series and the fact that the person to credit most directly is a mystery because there's so many you can identify i think that's why last night was so inspirational that was a true team effort in a mortifying circumstance we found out around four o'clock jimmy butler wasn't playing that came out of nowhere i didn't know there was a knee problem nope i didn't know there was a knee issue go ahead and crank peppers a little bit more we can we can there it is That was as good feeling as you're going to have with a one seed taking out an eight seed last night. That was execution at its finest. And you know what it was, too? Jeanette, that defense that the Heat played last night? Grit. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. Grit. Pure grit. On the floor. How do you not love that? How do you not sit there? If you're a Knicks fan and you hate life because your team sucks... And you can't get into the postseason. How do you see that and not instantly get unbelievably envious of what the Heat are and what the Heat teach and what the Heat collectively are able to do? Isn't that what all teams should aspire to be when your best players are out? And what the Celtics did was very impressive to the Nets. Yeah. But when your best players are out, like the Heat, your starting point guard, your championship point guard, your leading scorer has been the best player in this postseason. They're nowhere to be found because of injury. Everybody else steps up a notch and they play for one another. Isn't that what you're striving for? It's kind of like a G League team put together. Yeah. Making a huge run. <laughs> I love it. Now, I'm under the influence that Jimmy Butler might have not even been hurt. Him and Spo got together and were like, hey, I think our confidence right now is able to run through these guys without me, without Lowry. Let's see what these guys do. Let's get Depot yeah. needs the confidence, needs the minutes. The we want to get him in the work. rotation. Yeah. I, I don't hate that conspiracy theory. And if Jimmy could get another day off and the Heat still close it out, I'm good with it. I tell you, when he was thrusting his pelvis at the air, the knee looked fine. That was that Struess. It was Struess hit a nice three ball. and Struess went on a 12-0 run by himself in the second quarter. Max Struess has turned into a legit playoff performer. 
He got his first playoff start four games ago, and now he's looking like a world beater, and he's getting done on both ends. We never saw him play defense in the regular season. Now he locked down. He up locked down Trey Young. How is this happening? It's amazing, and it shows you, if we want to give credit to last night, how do you not go right to the top with Spo? Yeah. Spo is insane. Spo is absolutely insane, and I almost feel like he loves the challenge of no Jimmy, no Kyle. How am I going to make this work? How am I going to piece this puzzle together? Hey, Vic, you're starting. You're starting. You played a handful of times over the course of the last year and a half. You get the start. He teed up Oladipo. He just teed him up. He set the stage, set the table, and said, go eat. And that's exactly what he went and did. Who do you think you give most credit for last night, Jeanette? Victor Oladipo. Came out of nowhere, made a statement. That first quarter. 23 points, 50% from the field goal line. Mm. It's great. He showed up. And as a diehard Orlando Magic fan, just watching him succeed in playoffs is, is amazing. I say Spo. Jeanette's saying... Vic, Stone, who are you looking at where you say that's why they won last night? I'm going to go Oladipo as well. I, I think Spoh's a given, but when Bam had that steal off the inbounds that, that ultimately iced the game and Oladipo ran into the crowd and untucked his shirt and screamed, the reaction he got from the crowd kind of set it all for me. Like, they've been waiting for this with Victor. They finally got it, and he's rising in confidence. And just to see how the crowd reacted to him, I thought Oladipo was maybe... Maybe the key. Who was the Heat guy last night in the closeout of the Hawks? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Who was the Heat guy last night in the closeout of the Hawks? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. By the way, the great Trey Young, he finished the postseason more turnovers than buckets. <laughs> 30 turnovers, 22 made field goals. How about that? And if if you don't believe in heat culture, if you don't believe in heat culture, in bringing guys in who are motivated and getting the most out of them, I want you to hear Victor Oladipo from last night after the game. Victor Oladipo, if you can't appreciate this guy's struggle and how far he has come to get to this point, to be ready for this moment, there was no guarantee he was going to see a single minute in the playoffs. And he got his number called in game four when things weren't going well. He turned the tide despite just six points. His defensive energy was off the charts. Last night, he was truly one of the go-to guys for the Heat in a start, an unlikely start. Here's Victor Oladipo after the game last night. I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's a blessing, you know, at the end of the day to, to be able to play the game I love. Um, a year ago today, I was... I was I was uh, expecting and waiting for my next surgery. I remember a year ago today, um, around this time last year, I was sitting in a dark room by myself and just broke down. Um, not because I quit, but because I was at the lowest point I could be at. Now, God has put me in this position today. So I just made the most of it. Um, I can't really explain why I'm going through what I went through. I can't really explain why I'm here today. But, you know, I'm staying in the moment and making every moment mean something. So I'm just going out there and playing hard, man. Um, We we had a great win. 
a great series. Um, when the job isn't done yet, you know, there's still a lot more basketball left, but I just got to keep getting better, man. That's what I'm focused on doing is, um, is getting better. Um, it's my ninth game, so I got a lot of room to improve. It's just goosebump stuff right there. It's beautiful. Poetic. This team, man, this team, whether it's Struess going on a 12-0 run by himself last night or Vic showing out in a start, nine games, ninth game, played nine times, okay? He's played probably 12, 13, 14 times in the last year and a half, and he's starting and got the heat off to a great start. Caleb Martin yeah, last night big performance. was huge. Tyler Hero, he still got some work to do, but he came up defensively. Bam! Efficient last night. Just even starting Gabe Vincent was a big Gabe oh, Vincent. Scary for some. Yeah. But, I mean, all these guys contributing. And then there's Spo, who just pieces it together. I, there's not another coach in the NBA that I would take over Spo. Spo mm-hmm. is the best coach in the NBA. There's not a single living, breathing, pulse-having human being that's a head coach in the NBA that's better than Spo. There's not. Not one. You can't make a case for anybody. But not, be, to, not in 2022. But because he's been so good in the past, of course, he won't win Coach of the Year. Whoever's the new No, he won't win Coach of the Year because there's a heat bias because of the big three. He's always overlooked. Mm-hmm. Always, always overlooked. overlooked. He had LeBron. He had D. Wade. Okay, that's fine. No other coach could have handled those egos. And he did. And then no other coach could construct winners out of basically nothing like he does as well. Mm-hmm. We were talking about the fact he should have won Coach of the Year the second half of that season when the Heat went 31-13 and and missed the playoffs by a game. He got Tyler Johnson a huge contract. He got James Johnson a huge contract. They owe their money to Spo. He loves that stuff. Okay? Spo rules. Who gets the most credit for last night? Who is the Heat guy last night? 888-760-3776. 888 760 3776 and tweeted us at KLV 1063. At KLV 1063. 888-760-3776. When we return, we're going to bury something that's been a big part of our show. It's time for a funeral. Everybody dress in black. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Hey, kiddos. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Heat culture, man. There truly is nothing like it. Like, that. this is fun. And... Yes, a one seed should beat the all-living hell out of the eight seed. But the way the Heat did it, where you're hearing about Trey Young. Trey Young can turn this series on its head. Trey Young, what a talent. Trey Young, Heat are going to struggle with Trey Young. Trey Young didn't even enter the building in game one. Mm -mm. It took until the fourth quarter for Trey Young to enter the building in game two. Trey Young was put in hell until the final six possessions of game three. Trey Young, no-show, sitting on the bench for the final 12 minutes of Game 4. And then Trey Young wasn't even let through the door last night at FTX in Game 5 without the Heat playing their best players. I mean, it is to end that series like that, where you're told you're a vulnerable one seed, first of all, 
And then... Dangerous Loomers. Dangerous Loomers earlier in the year. Then you don't have Jimmy Butler. Then you don't have Kyle Lowry. And Max Struess is whipping your ass. And P.J. Tucker's shutting you down. Mm-hmm. And Kayla Martin's running you down the floor. We. I mean, how are you not inspired by that? And Victor Oladipo mm. is now the feel-good story of the postseason. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It is awesome. And, again... We've got to go back to our buddy in the mornings here on ESPN 106.3, Jay Will. He does the show with Keyshawn Johnson and Max Kellerman every morning, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. And you recall the day after the Hawks beat the Cavs in the play-in game to become the eighth seed and set up the matchup with the Heat, this was Jay Will. And it will forever, forever be etched in our brains this is Jay Williams discussing the soon-to-come Heat Hawks series. But if they are healthy, and I love the Heat. I think the Heat have by far the best culture. Their culture is up with the best of the best in the NBA, with the Phoenix Suns. But the one thing I've always worried about the Heat is when it comes down to it, down the wire, could Jimmy Butler be that clutch player for them to make shots when you need it the most? I've always thought Jimmy Butler would be a better two option, three option on a championship team. Now, I know they got close in the bubble, but I've never seen him as the primary guy. I know Tyler Hero, guys like that are emerging. I love what they bring from a defensive culture, P.J. Tucker and company, Bam out of Bayou. But if they are healthy with the way Trey Young is involved in picking roles, if he gets going, yeah, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and I think there was a legit chance it could. Oh, yeah. Trey Young, he gets going. I don't think Trey Young got going, Jeanette. He didn't even show up. He didn't even show up. He didn't get going. He he literally didn't leave his house. Nope. You can't get going if you don't leave your house. You got to do something. He didn't leave his basketball house. didn't do nothing. So that lived for five games. It is time now to bury that ridiculous Jay Will analysis of the then upcoming Heat Hawks series. So if we could, everybody put the black shawl over your face and let's pray as we lower Jay Will's ridiculous audio into its grave and give it a 21-brick salute. Lord, let us pray that this piece of audio is delivered to a better place. How many bricks is that, by the way, Stone? Eight. (laughs) Let it fall to the depths of basketball purgatory where it may be forgiven for the fact that it exists and came out of J. Will's mouth and then be delivered to the pearly gates to live a life of eternal basketball utopia. How many bricks now? And there's the 21st brick. Lord, may you accept J. Will's awful analysis. Is that it going to heaven? What was that? (laughs) (laughs) That was just sent to heaven. So it's already descended to the depths of basketball hell. It's been cleansed. And now it's heading to basketball heaven. Good. I'm glad that happened. And we'll never hear it again. Now, another thing I want to make abundantly clear, too, is that this is a Toronto Raptors show tonight. Okay? The 76ers are on the verge of doing something not tragic, but hilarious. (laughs) Doc Rivers is doing Doc Rivers things. Okay? 
the Toronto Raptors are going to be on the verge when they play tomorrow of forcing a game seven after being down three games to none. Game six is in Toronto. Sixers fans have to sit Mm. in this for another full day before they take the floor tomorrow in Toronto. This is a Toronto Raptors show. Tonight, tomorrow, the day after, leading into a game seven, the 76ers have put round two tickets on sale. Oh, Red, that's a sign. Now, I want to make it clear that I don't care about who the Heat play. Bring on the Sixers. Bring on the Raptors. It's always Heat and five here on this show, okay? I don't care. But what I would love is for those joints to be painful. Oh, yeah. Tired legs. His ligaments, heavy legs. He's already got a busted ligament. Yeah. Jo- Joel Embiid with lead weights on those big, wobbly legs, okay? That's what I'm cheering for. Raptors, Sixers, and Seven. The only way to do that is to make sure that we're a Toronto Raptors show. To show our solidarity, here's our t- official... Toronto Raptors sound effect. That's right. Now, we found a dinosaur sound effect, but because YouTube is crazy, it turns out that this sound effect is actually from a collection of dinosaur roars with dance music underneath it. Let's jam! So if you could, Stone, pump this dinosaur jam. Crank it! Pump this dinosaur jam. No team has ever lost a playoff series with a 3-0 lead. Not in history. But here come them Raptors. <laughs> here come the Raptors. On Molly. Touching one another. Bright lights. It's so beautiful. They're definitely at a festival right now. <laughs> Again, I want to remind everybody that this is a collection of dinosaur roars with dance music underneath that a human being made and decided to post on YouTube. Humanity has its moments. This makes me feel better about this, this place we call Earth. This was definitely bumping at a Jurassic Park one. <laughs> T-Rex is definitely fist bumping to this. probably where it came from. Like, at the Jurassic Park of Universal Studios or something? Uh-huh. In the, now, in the gift shop? One of the best parts of- about this, too, is you can't see it, but there are CGI dinosaurs that are roaring and chirping while this music is underway. They're bumping, man. Instead of Tiesto, it's T-Rexo. I got to say, this hits. Did you get it? Yeah, that was pretty good, actually. Thank you. Well done. How long is this, by the way, Stone? How long does this go? We're just about over with it. It's two minutes long. So for the next 48 hours at least, this is the official anthem of Ken Levick Alive. We're going to put Peppas in the closet for a while, and instead it's going to be replaced by, let's hit it again one more time, the Toronto Raptors theme song. Uh, Stone lost it. Stone lost it because he played it off of YouTube and now there's a commercial and now he doesn't know how to get out of it. He lost the Toronto Raptors theme song. There it is. (laughs) I love the drama. (laughs) So, Heat fans, I ask you to join me in Club Dino because we're a Raptors show. At least through tomorrow night and if there's a Game 7... We're bringing the dino. Go Raptors.
How many views does this thing have? 90, 90 k. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. So 88,637,342 views. 88 wow. million years ago is when dinosaurs roamed the planet. It fits. I see a connection. Are you sure about that? Nope. <laughs> it has 90 I million am views. Not sure. It is allowed somebody, to be our anthem. Somebody is making money off of this. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's why the commercial came after it was done. We just, we just, we got them some money, put it in their pocket. Oh, because there's a dinosaur dance party. Let's go. Go Raptors. Go Raptors. Raps in seven. Siakam, sick'em. That's what I say. That was good. Yeah, thank you. When we come back, Mike Tannenbaum on the NFL Draft. She's Janet Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Trey Young from ESPN. Trey Young dropped from 28.4 points per game in the regular season to 15.4 points per game in the playoffs. It's the second largest decrease over the last 25 seasons. He was in purgatory. He was in prison thanks to the Heat. What a bust. Amazing. Amazing. After he owned the Knicks last year, talk about humbling. Like That's the type of thing that sends uh, a player into a tailspin. That was severe. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? You need to see an expert in the field, okay? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacements, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. NFL draft tomorrow night headed to Las Vegas. This is as good a time as any to talk with our football insider, Mike Tannenbaum. Mike Tannenbaum's appearance is driven by Greco Chevrolet Delray Beach. Go to Greco Chevrolet in Delray Beach. Get paid for your trade and shop over 1,200 new certified or pre-owned vehicles online at grecochevroletdelray.com. In Las Vegas, the site of the NFL drafted is our man Mike Tannenbaum, former New York Jets general manager, former vice president of player operations for the Dolphins. He's our football insider here on Ken Levick Alive. And uh, Mike, before we, we talk draft here uh going out to vegas what is what is mike tannenbaum's idea of a good time in a non-draft vegas trip <laughs> you know there are a lot of great restaurants out there um i'm not a huge gambler so um but i love the city and there's a lot to do and i think vegas has really done an incredible job of becoming this like mega entertainment platform so i've seen uh cirque du soleil out there and it's uh it's a really interesting city. How about yourself, Ken? What's yours? 
Yeah, so for me, I think we're on the same page here. Like, I'm more of a low-key, kind of like the shows, nice dinner, hang out. I'm not like a 2, 3 a.m. guy. I can't do the clubs. I'm just not built for that yep. anymore. Uh, and me as too. far as gambling goes, I'm very cheap. And so I don't like losing my money. And so I uh, I prefer to throw it at a restaurant as opposed to uh, the craps table. Uh, so we're, we're very much along those lines. I've been having a hard time wrapping my mind around what the major storylines of this NFL draft is because as we've discussed, this isn't the most quarterback-heavy draft, and that's what attracts all the storylines. But if I were to ask you which team, singular team, fascinates you most about what they're going to do on night one of the draft, you respond how? I'd say Carolina because they, only, they have pick number six and a pick in the fourth round and a massive question mark at quarterback and Sam Darnold. So um, how do they handle Kenny Pickett from Pitt? How do they handle Malik Willis? Uh, from Liberty, do they try to trade back? Do they have to come out as a sort of quarterback? Do they try to trade for Baker Mayfield? I think all eyes have to be on Carolina. Uh, I keep going back to the Jets and what they're going to do. And I think it's largely because of the specter of Debo Samuel. And I think the Jets are the team that's most connected with Debo. Uh, and that 10th pick is is very, very enticing. They've got the, the two top 10 picks there. So if you're the Jets... How much would you be willing to give up for Debo Samuel if this is a thing that's going to get done Thursday night? You know, I would try to do it for the two twos if I could. He's a really, really good player. He's dynamic with the ball in his hand. I don't know if he's a front-line difference maker as just a receiver, uh, like the way you know we were talking about Tyreek Hill maybe a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So uh, if I could hold on to those two picks, I would certainly try if I was the Jets. I saw some stories uh, where Elijah Moore might be dangled. I don't like that because I think Elijah Moore is a very dependable target, uh, for especially for a young quarterback. You want to try and hold on to him if possible, right? Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like You want young ascending players that have years to go in their contracts. Mike Tannenbaum with us. Uh, again, our football insider here on Ken Levick Alive. The NFL draft is tomorrow. What exactly does uh, does ESPN have you doing out there? What's your day going to look like tomorrow? Yeah, so really privileged. Uh, I'm the lead analyst on the national radio broadcast. So um, I'll be doing that uh, every pick over three days. And uh, we kick it off tomorrow night. That's amazing. That is truly a great opportunity. And so since you're going to be on all three days, I might as well ask you about night two, because me as a Dolphins guy, I can just sit, kick my feet up. I don't have anything to do tomorrow night. And so if you're Chris Greer and you're sort of game planning for the second round and beyond, what are you spending tomorrow night doing in that Dolphins war room? You know, you want to monitor things. Like, you may, in the back of your mind, say, hey, you know, if one of these three players falls to the bottom of the first, you know, we're sitting there, we've got two ones next year. You know, it could be something to consider. Um, you know, I'm making this up, but if, you know, a guy like, uh, you know, uh, Jamison Williams mm -hmm. from Alabama, let's say he falls and he's picked 31, like, there may be a situation where you try to trade up. That's a very unlikely scenario. So, uh, in all probability, you don't do anything, but you have to be prepared. When it comes to the quarterbacks, uh, Stone has been big this week. Him, a former college quarterback, saying, hey, experience, experience, experience. It's what I love. And so uh, whether you're talking about a Kenny Pickett or you're talking about a Ritter at Cincinnati, you're talking about Sam Howell at North Carolina, Malik Willis, obviously uh, experience means an awful lot. But if we were to handicap three, four years from now, which quarterback in this draft is going to be most prominent 
Who do you sense is going to have the bigger upside? Well, that's a great question. I would probably take Matt Corral from Ole Miss. Matt I think Corral. he's a little bit of a wild. You know, he um, a lot of stuff behind line scrimmage with Lane Kiffin's offense, but I think he's a really good athlete. He super intrigues me. Um, if we could get him in the second round, if we were running a team, Ken, that would be ideal. But to me, he has really compelling long-term upside. These days, when it comes to a quarterback, I mean, you obviously want someone who can sit in the pocket, but is it is it feasible anymore to draft a guy super high if they don't have a modicum of athleticism like maybe you could get away with seven or eight years ago? Where do you stand on a quarterback having to have that athletic ability to get out of the pocket? Yeah, that's a great point. I think that's totally fair. It's it's so important. Um, you, you need a baseline of athleticism, just the way the game is played. So I'm totally aligned with you. And I think Kenny Pickett gets there. Um, he's not a great athlete, but he's a good athlete. And uh, a very important question for you uh, as we wrap up here. And again, Mike Tannenbaum all over ESPN National Radio's broadcast, the lead analyst on the draft tomorrow night. You'll hear him right here on ESPN 106.3. The movie Draft Day starring Kevin Costner. Mike Tannenbaum thinks what of that film? Uh, I thought it was unbelievable because I was a consultant on it. So uh, oh. I had nothing but great things to say about it. Mike Tanner, did, do you get any sort of royalty money from that then? Uh, not from that movie, but uh, I have uh, helped others. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Got to meet the writers early on and gave them some ideas that were in the film. And uh, it was, a, it was a, a really fun experience. Let's go Hollywood Tannenbaum. I love it. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum, if you could, uh, please give us a word on Greco Chevy. They are the first pick overall of a car dealing experience, <laughs> car shopping experience, being located on Federal Highway in Delray Beach. They have a great selection of cars. I bought my Chevy Tahoe there. Uh, very fair price. Great experience. Great service. Uh, they're best in class. Ron and his crew um, are really, they are a first-round pick overall if you're looking to buy a car. Mike, awesome stuff. Enjoy Vegas. Can't wait to hear you on the National ESPN broadcast tomorrow night. Enjoy yourself, okay? Okay, Ken. Thanks so much. Mike Tannenbaum, you'll hear him on ESPN 106.3. You're going to hear myself and Pierre Garçon tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. We're broadcasting live from PBKC, the NFL Draft kickoff show on ESPN 106.3, leading you in to Mike Tannenbaum on ESPN Radio tomorrow night for the NFL Draft. But me, Pierre Garçon, PBKC, come hang out with us. We are broadcasting live as part of PBKC's NFL Draft Party in the Paddock Restaurant Myself, Pierre Garcon, who's also going to be sticking around for a meet and greet as well after the fact. You can't go wrong with this. Doors open at 5 p.m. at PBKC. 30 bucks gets you the all-you-can-eat buffet. And I'm telling you, I wouldn't lie to you. The buffet last year, Jeanette, Jeanette ate some of it. Yes, I did. I ate a lot of it. It's awesome. Delicious. It is the best. And so you're eating all you can eat, okay? You've got the NFL draft. You've also got the three jumbo screens in the Paddock Lounge and the 130 HD TVs. And then again, oh yeah, myself and Pierre Garcon broadcasting live 6 to 8. And then Pierre hanging out with you after. To be a part of this, call 561-683-2222, extension 199. Reserve your spot. It's 561-683-2222, extension 199. $30 for all-you-can-eat buffet and football, football, football at PBKC's NFL Draft Party. Spots are closing out fast. So again, 561-683-2222, extension 199 to be at PBKC's NFL Draft Party and chill with myself 
and Pierre Garcon. You, Jeanette, are off to Denver, correct? Yep, yep, yep. You're going to Denver. You're going to take in a Rockies game? Yes, on Saturday. You know what caught my attention over the weekend? I uh, saw a video of a Yankees fan dipping his hot dog into his beer and eating it. And my first thought was, ugh. But then I'm like, you know what? I don't hate it. I will do the research for you All on right. Saturday okay. and record myself so doing it. Jeanette is going to dip the hot dog into beer at Coors Field, appropriately so, at Coors Field in Denver. All right. So do you so you're willing to do it, which is good. Are you anticipating awesome or gross? Or maybe an in-between? In between. See, I here's here's the advice I would give you is I think you run the risk of if you dip it too long, the bread getting too soggy, and that ruins the experience. Oh, it's gotta be a quick. But if dip. you do like quick, two quick dips, like an ajou, if yeah. you will, like a dip, dip, yeah, like a boop, boop, and then right in the old the old eater hole. Uh, I think that you'll enjoy that without ruining the sanctity of and the structural integrity of the bun. My favorite part is I'm going to be going to the game by myself. Oh, so, so you, it's no oh, holds barred. I'm going to have no. a stranger record all of this, and I'm not going to even preface what I'm doing. I'm just going to be like, can you please record what I'm about to do? Hey, I just need something for my IG, okay? Yes, and I'm going to be wearing a peacoat when I'm there, so it's going to look extra as heck. Just don't dip it too long, because I think that it could be an enriching experience. It's no different than taking a bite of hot dog and then tipping a sip of beer, right? Except the, 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 the hot dog's already in your mouth. It's a very efficient way to do it. You're doing both at the same time. You're I, drinking your beer and eating a hot dog. Like, I don't think it's sorry. I think it's interesting. You need... The, have you seen the video yet that he's talking yes, about? Yes, 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 yes. You need to do it. You need to get a video from the same exact angle, and this time it'll be a female, and it'll it'll blast off. It'll be awesome. It'll blast off. <laughs> it'll viral. blast off. Going viral. <laughs> you know what else is, uh, is blast off for you? That's getting your car, Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. It is blast off. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach has that selection of Kias that are fuel efficient, that are fun, that are sporty, that are family oriented. There is something for everybody. Check out the selection online. I'm not lying. Before you go there, Military Trail, Half Mile South, Palm Beach International Airport, go GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. Check out those cars, and if you need to, Take advantage of the credit clinic on site, the bank reps on site. I have been in that world where my credit has been bad. I thought I couldn't buy a car. And then I met up with the fine folks at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, and they're telling me, oh, Ken, back in the day, we had you taken care of. We had you. If you have bad credit, do not think that you can't buy a car. This is a great time to buy an automobile, okay? GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. And make sure to stop by Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. So, a couple of reminders. We are now a Toronto Raptors show, okay? We're a Toronto Raptors show. We're pro-dinosaur. Tonight, tomorrow, the day after, we're a pro-dinosaur show, okay? Jeanette, have fun in Denver. Thank you. Send the video of the beer with the hot dog. Yes. Stone the Banowitz. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Ken Levick Alive, ESPN 1063.